1: Get the Hillman Morning Show on demand.
0: Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at waaf.com. Well, Candlebox guys
2: are here and getting set up. So, in uh, in a moment or two, whenever we get whenever we get all set up, we'll get a live performance early in the morning from these guys. Um, Stanley Stizgrimy has walked in. Because he is the vice president of social media on this program, and so I'm. Uh, are you going to go Instagram live? Because I'm going to. I'm going to go Instagram live.
3: Yeah, we'll be um, Instagram Living on the WAF uh, Instagram account. So okay, give us a follow. Uh, you're going to go
2: Instagram live on the WAF account, which is at WAF Boston, and I am going to go Instagram live on my account, which is Greg Hill 107 on the gram. Um, Do you have poll results for us from Stanley's poll this morning? You want to repeat the question from earlier?
3: I will, Hill Dog. So the question this morning was, should Massachusetts legislators ban youth tackle football?
2: Mm. And how are the results right now?
3: Right now on Twitter, 90%
2: of our Twitter audience thinks no. No. The the legislators should not. No to a ban on tackle football. Yes. uh, What about on Instagram? Let me check our Instagram. As you know, sometimes it does uh, skew a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. A little differently, but pretty much the same. 87% of our Instagram audience thinks no, where no. 13% thinks yes, they should be able to ban such a thing. Huh. All right. Well, you can comment and you can vote when you go to the WAF Twitter feed at WAF or to Instagram at WAF Boston. And maybe if they ban tackle football for youth players here in Massachusetts, they can replace it with the first sport that has ever been created by the robots Uh, for the first time ever. Yeah, for the first time ever, artificial intelligence has created a sport, uh, and it is called SpeedGate. And Danielle and I were discussing this morning that we have some of the rules of Speedgate that are available. Now, this is how it starts. Yeah. It's like the kings and the queens. They used to tell somebody to go joust uh, so right. that uh, you know their, their slaves and their minions could, uh, could die and they could get a chuckle out of it. This is what the robots are doing with us by creating this sport, right? So Speedgate
4: it- is a combination of a few different sports. There are elements of uh, rugby, ultimate frisbee soccer and maybe even a little quidditch for you harry potter fans oh my god you each team has six players Mm -hmm. and you use a rugby ball when you have the ball you can't move just like ultimate frisbee so you either have to pass it or try to score the field is 180 feet long and there are goals at the end called gates Each gate is basically just two posts sticking out of the ground. Now, you score by kicking the ball through from either direction, so either from in front of the gate or behind the gate. Hmm. Now, here's a catch. There's also a gate in the middle of the field, and it's important because you have to kick the ball through that one first before you can score. So in order to unlock a scoring possibility, you have to go through the first gate. Now, when you do score, each goal is worth two points or three if a teammate catches the ball and kicks it back through the gate, it's getting a little complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Each game has three seven-minute periods. Perfect for you, Hillman. No, I was
2: just going to say, that's a, that's great. <laughs> 21 minutes <laughs> in a, and that's out. A, oh, thanks, that's a, baby. That's the best Set them up. It. I like these robots. <laughs> Who's tapping the yeah. keg? Yes.
4: <laughs> now, at the end, the team with the most points wins, obviously. The AI even created an official logo of a robot playing it, and it came up with a motto that... Mm, A little questionable. We might need to work on this. But the motto is face the ball to be the ball to be above the ball. Oh, It
2: sounds like something LB would say. Words to live by from LB. Face the ball to be the ball to live the ball.
4: So they're actually launching an intramural league in Oregon that's getting started this summer. Yeah. Um, And you can can check out the full rules at playspeedgate.org. All right. Well, see, the
2: robots are taking over. It's the wow. robot uprising. Now they're so, designing sports that we humans are going to have to play. But isn't it if they're robots? Don't they kill everybody on the losing team at the well, end? Isn't course. that one yes. of the rules? Well, they, they don't put that. Uh, getting one in rid there. of humans. Oh, okay. Don't want okay. To all right. That. I just want to I make mean, sure that's, that this. Yeah, okay. That doesn't, <laughs> sounds sounds more interesting than baseball. I, I mean, I hate to insult you, <laughs> you but it's
5: uh, all right. You. Should the Red Sox would suck at that sport? They
2: probably would. Um, all right, guys. Uh, let's see if we're ready here. All right, so I got to get the Instagram live going first of all. Here, we jump, we're uh, jumping. Right we're, jump, we're jumping right into it. Um, <laughs> we're we're going to jump right into it. <laughs> um, we have Kevin and Brian here from Candlebox. How we how we doing, guys?
3: Good man. It's right. Early morning in, uh, in Boston. Great to see yeah. you again. Yeah. yeah,
2: early morning in Boston, and you guys are in town. Because you're celebrating 25 years? Is that? It? I mean, it, I don't. Wow. I, that, I feel like I'm really old, but that makes me feel even older.
3: 25th anniversary of your debut album, yeah. Wow.
2: 25 years. Good stuff. And, man. Did man. you think? Did you think you'd make it that far? <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, it was a couple nights in Boston that I was pretty sure I wasn't going to make it yeah. this far, but yeah. um,
2: we had a great Halloween party with you guys. Yeah, a long yeah. to bo- Boston's
3: and yeah, uh, my sister's machine and whatever. That yeah, ninety three, like wow. right? It was like
2: nineteen ninety three. Crazy, girl. and it was a long, long time ago. Um, and so, you know, I mean, it's it's uh, twenty five years <laughs> is a long time to be doing this.
3: Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty interesting. I, I think when I started the band, um, you know. Seattle was uh, obviously a hotbed for all types of music but um you you just hoped that somebody was going to listen to what you were doing um and then here we are 25 years later and people still listen to what I was doing back then which is weird to me so
2: <laughs> does the um am I correct in remembering that y- that you took the name from a midnight oil song mm-hmm. is, that, is that correct yeah and yep. Midnight Oil's not st- are they? Well, they probably got back together. Yeah, they're still they're, they're still they're playing. still playing. They're still playing. Yeah, Peter,
3: yeah. G- they actually just toured the states on on the their beds are burning records. So, yeah, yeah, twenty five years of that or something like that. When you years.
2: When, when you think back on that, the whole Seattle music scene thing, what are your like? What are your takeaways from it? And what and what is the music scene like in Seattle today?
3: uh you know, to be honest with you, I don't live there anymore. I moved in 98 to Los Angeles, um, where it's absolutely terrible. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, Seattle's an interesting thing, man. I mean, there's only a couple singers left, you know, which is unfortunate. Um, you know, it's it's had its kind of crazy ups and downs. Uh, you know, my fondest memory of it is just how, how great the music was. And um, and the camaraderie between the bands and the relationships they all had. Um, you know, it's it's very, very interesting to see that really the music still stands the test of time. It still has such a major uh, influence and impact on so many people. Even the young bands today that are coming up that are starting to kind of gravitate towards some of that early Soundgarden style, um, some of the Alice in Chains style, which you hear a lot in Godsmack and, you know, um, those types of bands. I mean, it's... Um, it's really still influential, you know, yeah, yeah. and that's, that's an interesting thing.
2: Well, and you think about losing people. I mean, there's been a lot of loss from mm. that music community. Yeah. And uh, I mean, is that just, do you think that's is that anything to do with that time or that, that struggle or that, uh, well, it was very
3: much live fast, die young in Seattle. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I moved there in 1984 from San Antonio, Texas. Uh, I was a 14 year old kid and you know, What's happening here um but you know these these were musicians that um had really nothing to do but make music, drink beer, and do drugs you know I mean a, a lot of what life was like there um uh, the city's nothing like it was it's now very corporate and it's um it's very much a metropolis where back then it was a town called city you know um so I think that um that really had a lot to do with why the music was as, as um, dark and heavy and and really rich with um melody. You know, people just trying to find something in this dark community to, to, you know, something that was bright or beautiful, you know, it was really hard to find.
2: Well, you guys are at the Wilbur, and you're gonna yeah, play. You're tonight. gonna play the. Uh, mm-hmm. play, and you're up early for us. And, 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 you're, <laughs> Thank and you're gonna. You. Thank are you, are you, management. Are you gonna go? <laughs> no, thanks, I'm just kidding. Thanks, record label. No, I'm, gonna, I'm so okay. happy to be here. You guys, uh, we love AAF. You know that. Well, we love you guys. And so I did put in. A re- I, I'm gonna let you do whatever you want to do. But mm. I did put in a request yes. that you play a Springsteen song. Yeah. Yep. So you don't have to do that first. Okay. Um, but was it? I mean, was it tough to to learn, or you all, you guys, all down with that? I got to do
3: Springsteen. Well, I mean, he's playing Springsteen. I don't play. I have I have no um, skills to play that one. (laughs) Uh, But um, no, I mean, Springsteen's. You know, he's a genius. He's a brilliant songwriter. So I get
2: ridiculed. People, I, you know, he's my favorite artist, and people make fun of me for that. But I, but I, but I think he's. I think he's extraordinary.
3: He is extraordinary. I mean, you think about his. His career, you know everything yeah. that guy's done.
2: Well, he's forty-five years, probably yeah. not twenty-five oh, years, right? Yeah. Or yeah. more than that. Yeah, and
3: he's—I yeah. mean, he—he he looks like a—he's carved out of stone. <laughs> yeah, even at the age he's at now. It's well, he does,
2: well, he does a three and a half-hour show, oh. <laughs> and he's sixty-nine years old yeah. or whatever yeah. he is. Yeah. It's
5: pretty amazing. amazing but seeing he, him on stage too, he's always up there like it's the first time he was ever on stage. Yeah, he just loves it. He still place. loves it. So good live.
2: I think he really does still. Do you guys still love it? Yeah,
3: man. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Yeah, that's why we do it. That's why yeah. you do it, yeah. And we don't ridicule right. you because you, you like Springsteen Hill, dog. It's, you, the, it's the part where you played played his album with your shirt off well, by I, yourself I, in I your
2: might, library. I might, I might take my shirt off during this candle box uh, performance. Come on, these guys. <laughs> right here. Why do that to I might guys? take my shirt off for <laughs> Kevin and Brian. Um, all right, so what do you guys want to play? What do you want to do first?
3: I get, we'll do Far Behind for you. All right, Far Behind?
2: Yeah, we all right. We got Sorry. Candlebox in the studio. I know my Instagram Live skills are not the best because I'm really close to them because I have to be on the mic, so let me just explain that. But I am Instagram Live for Candlebox in the studio.
3: Right on. Uh, yeah, let's, so this is the song that keeps paying the rent, which is awesome. <laughs>
1: Now maybe, I didn't mean to treat you bad But I did it anyway So maybe, some say your life was sad But you lived it anyway So maybe, your friends will stand around to watch you crumble as you falter to the ground I guess someday friends will stand beside as you were flying oh you are flying, oh so high. then someday people look at you what they call their own, they watch you suffer Maybe you're calling home then someday we could take our time she leaves the side so you can reach us Hey, but you left me far behind Now, baby I didn't mean to treat you so bad But I did it in a way Now, baby Some say I left what you are But you couldn't share no, 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 no Couldn't share the pain that watch you suffer mm-hmm. So maybe I could have made my own mistakes But I live with what I've known Yeah, maybe We might share in something great won't you look at where you've gone now? Won't you look at where you've And then someday comes to my propose A sense of why feared be it for you in my mind As you trip your final line That cold day when you lost control Shame you left my life so soon you should've told me so bad, but I did it anyway, and I may, yeah, some say you're left with what you read, I oh, but you couldn't say your
2: They say that they say that the greatest masterpieces, when it comes to art, are created out of heartbreak. Mm. And so, uh, do we know? Is there a specific woman that that song is about, and does she know it?
3: <laughs> and this, uh, uh, <laughs> it's not about a woman. It's, it's not. actually uh, no. Um, I wrote that for Andy Wood. Andy was a singer for yeah, Mother, Mother Love, Love Bone. Bone. Yeah, and uh, Andy, I had met Andy in Seattle when I was sixteen. Um, working at a shoe store uh with Susan Silver who was managing Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Screaming Trees, and a bunch of bands uh so she was managing them out of the back of the shoe store so the guys would come in for the flyers for the shows and stuff wow um so that's when I met Chris and I never knew Andy that and Stone and all those cats um yeah. and uh Andy would like come in and ask for the flyers and didn't sit down and talk to me about music and we became fast friends and um I was you know really just inspired by his character and his music i loved malfunction i loved all the stuff he was doing then of course mother Love Bone formed and it was like wow this is amazing uh, and then he died you know right after when the record was supposed to come out and um he he had told me something when i was 16 years old don't ever let anybody tell you, you can't do this like he's like you do it how you want to do it you know um because you know it was in seattle at the time there were a lot of people that you know were really adamant about the type of music you had to play and I was just doing kind of punk rock stuff, and, and I wasn't even singing in a band. I was playing drums in a band. So for somebody that I really in, admired to tell me that at such a young age um, just was a very profound for me. So um, the lyrics used to be now, Andy, I didn't mean to treat you bad. And it's it's really the story of, of his struggle with heroin. Yeah. It's the drug talking to him because he, he was so in and out of rehab, but he was just so amazing and so talented. Um, and everybody wanted him to win. You know, the whole city loved him. Um, and, uh, and I mean, you can see it when Chris Cornell talks about him in the Pearl Jam 20 documentary. I mean, Andy was just so amazing. So, it was just my way of saying, hey, thank you for being such a brilliant artist. You know, I had no idea that it was ever going to be this song that, you know, 27 years later. I mean, this the the version that's on the record is actually the demo version we recorded on Easter Sunday of uh, 1992.
2: Really? Wow. and wow this that's sunday cool. is easter yeah. sunday yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so that's yeah. the
3: version that's on the record that's the demo version
2: and seattle really dealt with what the rest of the country is going through now yeah. a lot earlier when it when really, it comes to it was to, rampant. The, uh, to the opiate yeah. stuff you yeah. know yeah. Yeah. it was rampant seattle was yeah. um
3: yeah it was just it was kind of ruled by heroin
2: was it tough to i don't know if you ever got no. through it or not was it was it tough not to being in the music scene there i
3: i wasn't i mean i was a lot younger like i said you know i mean all those guys were 21 22 i was you know 14, 15, 16. Um, my, you know, I, I would prefer to take mushrooms than anything else. Yeah, right so here. That she was, that like, was right my here, choice. Right, on, right here, brother. That's West like, Coast. I'm let's, let's from, go. Go. I'm from go. Go. Vancouver. That, that was, that was the go to so. in your, in your McDonald's burger. Yeah. <laughs> Stack <laughs> it. Um, so I, you know, I was, I was fortunate enough to stay away from it. It wasn't something that, um, that I was drawn to, but, you know, a lot of my friends were. Well, tonight at the Wilbur,
2: candle box, live tickets available. Um, you know I want the Springsteen song but I oh, do you want what do you want to do, yeah, wanna do yeah, it, it so, now or you want to do an, yeah. you want to do another I got a request on Instagram live for you Oh can't uh, play that for you <laughs> Okay can't do I'd that I'd love to play that uh,
3: We'd love to play you for you for you but <laughs> no. no that's okay. like in acoustic <laughs> right, Well what do you like,
2: want to do you tell you tell us We'll do
4: the want. Springsteen for you
2: All right what oh. did you I, I, my demand was or my request was that you
3: play a Springsteen song <laughs> it
4: was a demand um, <laughs> let's be honest um, and so
3: I want to know how you chose what, what, what you were going to do well I, I asked Brian if initially I said um, on fire and he thought it was the one that um, Patti Smith had did i said no no i'm oh i'm on fire
2: i'm on fire so right. uh, it's
3: just my favorite song by him you know it's just so beautiful so uh yeah like, oh yeah we can do that one so all right <laughs> i may get overly excited don't be don't be don't <laughs> well, be. you haven't heard me sing it yet <laughs> don't, so
2: don't be um is it hard doing other artists songs uh i don't know i don't think
1: so
5: no no really and you get to kind of put your own spin on it yeah, yeah. The, you know like you yeah. state of the to the arrangement of the originals, you know, you kind of get to do your own spin. I like doing it, yeah. actually. It's fun to do. You, you know, like
2: like playing covers every once doing, in a while. You like, you like yeah, we, yeah, we do
3: this acoustic thing, Brian and I, where we go out, we'll do like two, three weeks acoustic tour, where we just rent a car and drive and play these venues and stuff. And we'll throw Pink Floyd in the set. We'll throw uh, Alice in the set. What, what else do we do? We
5: did Mad Season. We've yeah. done uh, Going to California. Yeah, that
3: exactly. Like we do, it's just fun to kind of switch it up, mm-hmm. you know?
5: I take a lot of
2: abuse... <laughs> When it comes to my taste in music, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> I'm a counting. I'm a fan of the Counting Bros, yeah, okay. and I'm a the fan of. Bros. And I, get them.
5: I
3: love the and Counting I'm, Bros. bro. Uh, bro
1: well, counting, you counting have bro's, to explain it, it. Kind of oh
3: I love he the goes with, He goes with like
2: 17 of his buddies.
1: My Bros. Yeah, we go yeah, to Bros. It's a Bros. Show. A couple. It's, it's a Bros. Show. There, the kidding. Counting Crows
3: is a Bros. Show. Yeah, it's a Bros. Show for it's
2: us. Don't 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 explore it. It's not. I'm not judging, man. So I so I take abuse on that, and I take abuse on Bruce Springsteen, but I'm really excited to hear you guys
3: do it. So we're excited to play. We never played it. So, you know, hopefully we don't screw it up. It's a short song.
2: It's (laughs) It's (laughs) It's got time, right? All right, I'm going to get... I'm going to be away from the microphone because I want to get a full view
5: on this. I'm reading
3: the lyrics as well so I don't screw it up. All right, B. All right.
1: Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go away and leave you all alone now? I got a bad desire Oh, I'm on fire Tell me now, baby, is it good to you? Does it do the things that I do? Oh, I can take you higher Oh Sometimes like someone took a knife, baby, edgy and dull, And cut a six inch valley through the middle of your soul Whoopsie, through your soul
3: so That's a tough one <laughs> 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 I, I, that's, I screwed it up <laughs> 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 oh, oh, That was so hard. good Way
1: to
3: Hold work,
5: dude
3: so Way to
0: work Hold
2: on, let me help out Sometimes it's like someone took a knife, baby, edgy and dull, and cut a six-inch valley through the middle of my soul. Oh, god. oh, 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 oh I'm on fire! How oh, was that, right? All right, all right you're gonna start, You're gonna start all over again, or <laughs> whatever? That's it. We only get one time. Oh, that was oh, that. Oh yeah, it was god. pretty right. good about halfway oh, through. it was that, yeah, sounding that good. It wasn't bad. Not bad <laughs> for the first time. I was gonna do I just, backup, just, but yeah. I, I mean, thank God I didn't ask for an R. Kelly song. That would have been. Oh God! That would have been a part. How long you got? Will you do one more tune? Sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I am got to take a break. You just a quick. A break, we'll I'm gonna take it. a quick break, and you can go. I'm gonna go off of the Facebook Live here. Hold on a moment. All right, um, we will be right back with the guys from Candlebox. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime
3: or comedy, celebrity interviews or news.
2: Well, we're back with Kevin and Brian from Candlebox, and I'm suffering from severe glasses envy this morning. <laughs> I just got a new pair of glasses, and, and uh, I said I had some choices, and I went kind of basic. Mm. Um, I don't know. Maybe I could borrow your specs. Yeah, um, I don't know. Is that a weird thing? I don't, no, I don't know if I, I mean. You do you, you me. allow people to borrow? I mean, is <laughs> that? I don't think you're supposed to allow people to, to wear. They may your not plus. work for you. I mean, uh, I don't know. think you can pull
4: what? those frames off. No offense. Think, what? Yeah, no, I, I think, know, think the, the ones you have are, are you more saying Kevin's to a better-looking
2: dude than I am. Well, I mean, absolutely. Why <laughs> was he's amazingly beautiful? I don't want to insult
4: you, guy, but look at the locks. Look at the lettuce on that guy. Yeah, he does have the flow. I brushed
2: my hair out for you guys this morning. He's fabulous. He's got the flowing locks. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Um, I want to get my mullet back. Bring it back,
3: man. (laughs) Um,
2: Candlebox tonight at the Wilbur, Mm -hmm. and you play the first album in order. How does how does that go? No, we
3: uh, what we do is we start with four songs from the from the debut. So it's basically a trip through our career. Whoops. Um, So we go four songs from '93. Then we go '95, '98. Um, 2008 2012 2016 and then finish out with the debut album So we just give you uh, a you know the 25 years of the band and what we've done in those years. So
2: which is amazing, 25 years. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, quarter, good on you. Quarter of a century. Yeah, Quarter of a century. And all I right. just turned a half a century, so. Yes, yeah, You just turned 50? I just turned 50, yeah. It, well, listen, according <laughs> to Danielle, you don't look it. No, uh, no you no, don't. Right. Somebody's uh, moist, uh, moist over uh, yeah. here.
4: We use that uh, word in
2: Boston. Uh, uh, no, it's uh, <laughs> Not <most> willingly.
3: <laughs> um, all right, so um, you're going to play one more? Yeah, we'd like to play you something off of a, a record called Love Stories, if that's all right. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's one of our favorites, and we, it's just kind of... It was inspired by Guns N' Roses and Life on the Road. And um, it's just a cool song. So. Uh,
2: first, I want to ask you if you've watched Dirt on. The I did net. watch it, yeah. Okay, what did you think? What it was did terrible. you think? Oh, yeah, it was, it was yeah. terrible. It was, it, was terrible. Like, it was like watching
3: <laughs> a Lifetime movie, you know, with, with bad words and <laughs> sex and drugs. Um, um, no, I thought, I honestly, I thought the actors were, were great. I, you know, the kid, who, um, Machine Gun Kelly, who played Tommy was brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, I read the book, so I, I appreciated. The attempt yeah. at uh, creating the movie, it just, you know, it was it was a lot of watching Lifetime style people acting like they were famous yeah, people. Yeah. Um, the Ozzy scene at the pool was hilarious. It was great. Know. That was great. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing Ozzy's sober now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but
2: um, I what, thought it was interesting,
3: you know? What about Bohemian Rhapsody? Brilliant. Brilliant, right? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. That kid, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, that was shocking how well he played Freddie, how much he looked like him and yeah yeah I mean again you know skip through parts of the of the history of the band that I thought was weird you know and a little bit of timing stuff but um, <laughs> me. yeah brilliant I mean the music is like I'd go see it just for the music I love yeah. Queen it's one of my yeah. favorites of all time all so, right well what's this what's this called it's called sweet summertime goes a little something like this one, two, three, four. <laughs>
1: Daylight sun makes me want to feel right You see, lately I've been running blind I've been losing sleep And I want to go home And your loneliness makes me want to be with you The pleasure I right inside of me And babe, I've been rolling on this road Too long to go home Too long to go home You got about you, baby. Oh, you're never gonna know No Summertime, you make me feel right. There's something in my heart, hey, babe. You're turning me on and on, and it makes me wanna come and die. it feels like lightning's waiting to for you, yeah. Counting the tasting, I'm gonna be struck, you're my lover, baby. It's just something you got about you, baby. Oh, you never see what I see, now. Oh, you're the gravity pulling me out of this place. Oh, you never gonna know, now. No, can't keep on, run, no. I'm weak from the years, I'm weak from the road. Just yes, keep rolling on, I yearn for my love, I want to go home. you're my, you're my sweet, sweet summertime lover, you're my sweet, sweet summertime lover, you're my sweet, sweet summertime lover, yeah, sweet, sweet summertime. That sun makes me want to feel right, you see, lately I've been running blind, babe, I've been losing sleep, and I want to go home. And it feels like lightning's wasting time me, counting the days till I'm gonna be struck, you're my lover, babe, rowing on and on and on. Ah! you, baby, oh, never see what I see, now. oh, you're the gravity pulling me out of this place, oh, never gonna know, oh, you're my, you're my sweet, sweet summertime lover, you're my sweet, sweet summertime love, you're my sweet, sweet summertime lover, see what I see I love
2: you You're my sweet sweet oh yes unbelievable guys Thanks, unbelievable man. how is
3: boston how do you like do you like boston when it comes to cities my favorite town really yeah i mean it's it since coming here the first time is it T.T. de Bears? Oh in Cambridge. Yeah. T. T. De yeah. Bear. yeah, yeah. That was the first time we played here to about seven or eight people. Yeah. <laughs> so what was that? Ninety three. Ninety three, okay. Yeah. Um it was actually I think April or May of ninety three. It was cold. But um yeah, I, you know, since then, um, it's really been my favorite town to play and, and to come to. And a lot of my favorite music's from here, you know. I mean, we were we toured with Aerosmith in ninety eight, you know. Yeah. Um, the band Damone. Uh, yeah. One of my oh, yeah. favorite bands from here. We covered out here all night on on that record, "Love Stories" and other musings. And um, you know, I, the cars. I mean, it's the, the history of the city. I got a lot of friends that moved here from Seattle, um, which is you know odd to me, but um, yeah, it's I love it here. You know, yeah. I, w- I would move here in heartbeat. Well, we we take you. I would love <laughs> it. We would, we would we would take you. You can um, live in my house. Awesome. <laughs> I'll bring um, my wife and son. No speaking problem. Of,
2: speaking of the twenty five years, I always like to ask artists who've been around for a long time about uh, bands that were openers who went on to to later be really big. And whether you, I mean, over the years, you must have had some acts open up for you. Flaming Lips. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And they're massive. I mean, we we could never tour with them again. Yeah. Um, That was a real, but that was amazing for us. You know, I mean, we, we had loved the Fleming Lips early on. Um, you know, they've been making records, I think, since 86 or 87, a long, long time. And uh, and so when we were able to take them out on the road, it was a dream come true. I mean, they're the most talented musicians. Um, it, unbelievable talent. Um, a lot of other bands that we had up for us never went on to do anything, really. Yeah, um, yeah. Or kind of just got to the middle and stayed there and, and are able to, to still kind of sustain a career. Um, no, you know no bad blood towards them at all you know it's just unfortunate like sponge our lady peace yeah a band mm-hmm. called seaweed you know bands that we really thought people should hear um that just never got a chance you know um it's it, you know it's luck of the draw you know? yeah i mean we brian had a band called octane that i thought was amazing that's how we met back in 2008 uh we played a show together and i thought for sure that they were going to surpass us and and become this huge band, and now he plays with me. So
5: yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. all right, though, right? It's a, yeah, it's great.
3: I love it. <laughs> Check yeah.
5: right, kid? Yeah, Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love it. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a cool gig. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah.
2: Well, and it's. I mean, is it tough to join a band that's
5: been around for a long time? It, it wasn't for this because I was so familiar with the music. You know, uh, all of that Seattle stuff came out like my freshman year of high school. So I was really familiar with it and I was spending, you know, seven, eight hours a day learning stuff. So to be in all the magazines and you hear it on the radio constantly. So I was really familiar with the music and then we got to be friends and oh seven oh eight 07, 08, somewhere in there. And yeah. Just,
2: and the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. yeah
5: very, very yeah. thankful to have him. That's well, a great, I knew great I,
3: catalog of music. Uh, when, when, when he <laughs> left, I knew Brian was the guy, you know, I mean, that's, you know, it was, it was an obvious decision for me. And, um, I needed somebody who had that ability to play guitar, you know. Um, I've got guys that play with me now that, you know, are the best musicians I've ever played with, save for Pete and Scott, you know. I mean, these guys are phenomenal, and, uh, and they take this, the songs to another level every single night, and I love yeah. that. You know, yeah. that's, that's what you hope to do as a band. You know, it's, it's as much fun for us to be on stage together as it is for the audience to be at the show, you know, and that's what you want.
2: And during the break, you were telling me you actually want to go to a Red Sox game, even <laughs> though they haven't they haven't won one this season. Or but it's just—I it mean, so it's the stadium, well, it's, man. It's, like, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's fed away. All right. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
3: we've been there, you know. Yeah. But it's—we're going to be here for two days, and like, let's yeah. go see some games, you know. Like, yeah.
2: they're,
3: they're a great team, you know, regardless of whether they're winning or not. It's like,
2: <laughs> you know, <laughs> and the best
3: fans. Like, I love yeah. the
2: fans; they're crazy. <laughs> uh, let me just before you guys go, let me take a quick call. This is Will. Hey, Will. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, Will? Not too much uh, th- thank you guys so much uh what a what a what a great performance today oh thank you um um I was wondering um Hampton beach uh Ballroom casino
5: it, you guys had some legendary performances there um do you feel the same vibe as the fans we do in New Hampshire for you or hmm. it,
3: it, it, at the Hampton it, it's beach been, casino uh, yeah yeah. yeah yeah. yeah, I mean, we love that joint. We're actually playing there again. I think in September, we're coming back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, that's that's a legendary venue, you know. I mean, we would love to be playing it in the summer when people are actually there. Yeah. But
2: we'll see how who's coming
3: who comes in for the September show. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean to answer your question, Will, it is it's the same for us every night. I mean we never get tired of playing far behind. You know I I I joke that it pays the rent. You know that's what it does. But the song still means exactly the same to me. You know um, as it did when I wrote it. Um, and and the fans still mean the same to us as a band. You know it's without them we don't have a job. You know and for us to be able to come to to the Wilburn, I know it's close to a sell. Out tonight, which is amazing to me. Yeah, you know, um, uh, 25 years later, people still care. Come on, you know, it's like, really cool. How can I take that for granted? You know, yeah, yeah, Damn. it really, it really is cool. Yeah. Thanks for calling, Will.
2: And it, and you said earlier it all started. You were working at a record store, and half the people don't know what a record a shoe, is. A shoe store? Oh, it was, oh, a yeah. shoe store. All right, it mm-hmm. wasn't. Did you ever work at a record store?
3: no no, no? too dirty for me. No, not- <laughs> <laughs> I did. I
2: uh,
5: worked yes, at Tower, were, records. You and you worked to Tower Records. You oh, worked yeah, at Tower Records? Yeah, I Yeah, for years.
2: Did you watch the documentary on uh, Tower Records? I
5: haven't seen it, no.
2: It's re- what's that called, Shu? Oh, I forget. It's an amazing story. It's amazing. Yes. They yes. just expanded
5: a, too fast.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. If yeah. you get a chance and to watch change. it, it's re- and they also missed. Yeah, they like, didn't the change coming with the technology. They, yeah. they missed the. They got, yeah. they got left behind a little bit. Yeah, all um, things must um, pass. that's that's, it. A, that's yeah. what's I called? It. That it's really right. really good. All, all things you, must yeah, pass. Yeah, if you're sitting in the hotel room, get on Netflix and watch it. Love it. It's really really good. All right, guys. Well, thanks for being here.
3: Thank you so much for having us. All right,
2: Wilbur Theater tonight. Go see Candlebox. It is 9.49, and I know these guys are going to break everything down. So I think uh, we'll probably take a break here shortly. But let me just uh, let me just tell you a few things. Number one, if you missed anything this morning, you can hear it as a part of the full show podcast, which you can download anytime you want at waaf.com. I think that you're going to get the return of Carrie, her first yes. day back on the air after yes. the marathon. After Fabulous. running the marathon. Is she here? I don't know. Go see, because I'd, like uh, well, I'd love to hear her marathon story real quick. I mean, it might me take th-
4: her a couple of minutes to walk probably, down here.
2: Probably right. in a wheelchair or something. Um, <laughs> to uh, The weather today is brought to you by Cantiani Insurance. It's going to be sunny, and the temperature is going to get to 59 today, so another beautiful day. Waiting in line at the registry is awful. Cantiani Insurance goes for their clients every day for free. If you want to save money, call 508-791-2088 or go to cantianiagency.com for all of your insurance needs. Cantiani Insurance in Worcester or the East Douglas Insurance Agency in Douglas. Great service, great prices. (laughs) And here's our marathoner. What else? Yeah. Uh, you, uh, how are you fe- how are you're walking gingerly yeah which um people have said to you for other reasons in the past so
6: how was it it was the most mentally taxing thing i've ever done yeah i've done the tough ruck four times that was the most physically taxing thing yeah.
2: This but was the most mentally the taxing. Mentally, have you had a conversation with LB recently? I, <laughs>
6: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I <was> like, listen. <laughs> I will say this: you inspired
2: me <laughs> so much. No, so even stop, it. Stop, it. stop it. Don't it. I walked it. from I walked from my house to the, Casey's to Casey's and, and to then back cru- and then, to crush <laughs> yeah. cocktails yes. and back. So it was what six hours? Six 24- hours,
6: twenty four minutes, fifty seconds. Yeah, which is I wanted to break six hours, but the. The, can I just ask the weathermen in Boston, can you just get it right one time? Nah. All the runners were prepared for torrential downpours, thunder and lightning, and freezing cold temperatures, and when we got to the starting line, it was sunny and humid and hot, and there were more clothes on the side of the road, (laughs) because people just... I I felt bad at mile 10. I literally stripped my shirts off and threw it. My poor friend Megan had a party at mile 10, I was like, hold this shirt for me, and she's holding it, and it was disgusting. She's like, yeah, no problem.
2: Did you pee in a stranger's yard? I did not. I used the
6: port-a-potties when oh, i stopped okay. to pee oh, but it was really really hard
2: and the but the crowd you know everybody talks about how I encouraging couldn't have finished it without it, like it, you couldn't finish nope, without them not yeah. at all the yeah. people yeah. that wow.
6: were out there in the rain you know i hit newton and the hills and it started to pour and mentally what that does to you when you realize just how far away from the finish line you are and then to have all those people standing out in the rain cheering you on and they don't know you and they're just right. like you can do it yeah and then you get to the top of the hills and they're like you did it only six more miles <laughs> and you're like are well, you kidding me mm-hmm. and th- i i was telling bob hannah the other day for anybody that wanted to take the sit go sign down that didn't want to have it as a monument and and a historically preserved you, The sit-go sign was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> when you, when because I knew I was almost in Kenmore Square, yeah, and that meant yeah. I was almost at the finish. Yeah. That sit-go sign needs to be there for all the other runners moving forward because it's beautiful. And then when you cross the finish line, did you just fall
2: into a heap? That's what I do after a 5K. <laughs> so I just want to know if... Uh, after like, a did big you, meal. Were you, were you able to like just... like
6: I When I turned onto Hereford, I stopped in the middle of the road and just looked up at the Capitol Grill because I knew a bunch of you guys were there. Yes, yes. And the whole time I was training, like, that's all I kept thinking of is they just say right on Hereford, left on Boylston. There's right. T-shirts that say it. Yeah. So I made the right onto Hereford and I was like, oh, my God, I'm here. This is the part that everybody tells you to savor. Because
2: it's the finish. Because Cause it's, it's like, the and finish. And they see all the people there. Yeah. And I'm
6: going up Hereford, which feels like you're climbing Everest, even <laughs> yeah. though it's barely at a <laughs> yeah, grade. yeah. yeah. And then I saw everybody at the Capitol Grill, and then I turned left down Boylston, and I was like, oh, my God, the finish line's so far away. (laughs) It's like 300 (laughs) yards, and it feels like a whole other Uh, marathon. But everybody was cheering, and then I crossed the finish line like the sensor, but I kept running, and this dude goes, Carrie, you can stop now. It's okay. You can stop. You're <laughs> oh, all done. I can? You don't have to okay. run anymore. You don't
2: yeah. have to. Oh, that's awesome. And then I just
6: wanted the metal and the aluminum foil blanket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, it's one. like you haven't nice. run the marathon until yeah. you get both You're, of those yeah.
2: things. Yeah. And the jacket. You yeah. Get the well, the jacket
6: I yeah. had, but yeah, yeah. I wanted the, the burrito blanket and the marathon. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so you, nobody's allowed to give me crap. I'm not taking it off all Good. day. I yeah. earned it. I yeah. couldn't yeah. get off the couch yeah. yesterday. I'm wearing it all day today. Well,
2: We have an actual elite runner in the studio. Greg, you got do it. I'm not going to totally no, no. do loud, it. It totally sucks out loud, but you never, have to. do, do it. I would die. I would die. Greg's going to Uber. He's going to Uber it. I'm going to Uber 26.2 miles <laughs> to the Capitol Grill. Uh, all right. Um, great Rosie. Job. Uber, we you guys. Yeah, Thank you right. so work. much. All I right.
6: loved uh, everybody supporting me. Like That got me through. So great, I really appreciate it. Great
2: job. All right. We're back tomorrow at 6 with Sto Five O Inside the Warped Female Brain. Go B's. Go C's. Yeah, Yeah. go Celtics! Celtics are—I don't want to jinx anything, but they're going to be up two-zero after tonight. That's—I'm just telling you that, telling you that right now. So you're not going there? No, I'm going. (laughs) I'm uh, I'm there. (laughs) All right. Uh, Workday Blitz is next. Over an hour of nonstop rock, commercial-free.